This is the Dan Joseph's America podcast. There were elections on Tuesday. You may have missed them. There wasn't a lot about them in the media unless you were in one of the states that was participating. Uh, As they have for the last few cycles, the Democrats did pretty well. In Kentucky, Andy Bashir beat rising GOP superstar Daniel Cameron. And Kentucky is a very Republican state, overwhelmingly voted for Donald Trump, but Bashir won uh, pretty handily. Now, he was popular. He he ran a state-focused campaign for the most part. Cameron tried to attach him to the National Democratic Party. It didn't work. So that was the big one-on-one race. But there were other elections, specifically in Ohio and Virginia. And I thought that the results were very telling. Very instructive if you're looking at it from a perspective of, well, we have another election coming up in a year from now. So in Ohio, they put a referendum on abortion on the ballot and they let people vote as to whether they wanted the right to to abortion codified in the state constitution. And they did by an overwhelming margin. It wasn't close. Again, red state. Voted for Trump by a lot. Then in Virginia, you had the entire state house, the entire state Senate up for re-election. Again, the Democrats made the big issue abortion. Governor Glenn Youngkin wanted an abortion ban after 15 weeks. He actually campaigned on it. And Democrats made the election about that ban and the Republicans lost. They lost both houses. Even in the Kentucky race, the Bashir race, He made abortion an issue. His opponent wanted an all-out ban with no exceptions, and the the Bashir's strategy worked. So it looks like the ace in the hole that the Democrats have is the fact that Roe versus Wade was overturned. It's pretty much the only thing that's working for them right now. It, but it's powerful. It's a it's an issue that works for them because more than any other issue, it mobilizes their important constituencies: young people. Women, minorities, especially young women. And I can tell you, uh, if, if you are a woman under the age of 40, in my experience, this is the issue that they care about most. And when Roe was overturned, they were furious. And they took their anger out on Republicans in 2022. And this will keep happening And in my view, there's really not very much that the Republicans can do about it. And they they fought for years for a conservative Supreme Court to overturn Roe. And when the dog finally caught the car, they didn't know what to do with it. They didn't know how to handle it. So the Republicans are out there trying to explain what happened. And they're saying, well, we just didn't do a good enough job explaining it. No, 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 no. People get it. And they see across the country that Republicans are enacting laws that most people think go too far. Six-week bans, heartbeat uh, bans, full bans. And what we're learning is that even in Republican states, the people don't want that. We saw this in Kansas not too long ago. They had an option of, uh, of, of codifying abortion, and they did. People people don't want extreme on this issue. 
And this is part of a bigger problem with the way the United States handles not only this issue, but a lot of issues. The candidates of the parties are picked by the bases of the parties. And the bases of the parties are far to the left and far to the right of the average American. Because on abortion, the, look, the, the far left doesn't want any limits. And on the far right, they want to ban it altogether. So the candidates, in order to win primaries, appeal to these extremes. And they nominate candidates who are extreme on this issue. Or will at least echo the extremism of the base. But most Americans want something else. They want something else. They, they support abortion in certain circumstances. I think that 15 or 20 weeks is probably the sweet spot where you'd find that most Americans are on the issue. They want exceptions for rape and incest. They liked Roe when it was in place. I'm not sure if most people really understood Roe and what it meant and what it meant when it was overturned, that the issue would go back to the states. But it's, it's, like, it's, it's like the GOP can't help itself, right? They're, they're appealing to the base and they're going too far. And that's what the legislature did in Ohio and people pushed back. Again, red state. And like I said, I'm not sure there's anything the Republicans can really do about it. Because the Democrats and the, the pro-abortion, pro-choice side over the last 50 years since Roe have done a great job of defining abortion opponents. A great job. And they've made the issue not about whether the fetus is a life worthy of protection – they have convinced people that the anti-abortion side's motives, side's motives are really about control. Control. About controlling women, controlling their bodies. Now, I've spent a lot of time around pro-lifers, rallies that I covered at my old job where I worked with a lot of conservative Catholics. I will tell you, pro-lifers I know are dedicated to the idea that the unborn need to be protected. They are dedicated to that principle. They 100% believe that with all their hearts. And they have no interest in controlling women or keeping them in the kitchen barefoot and pregnant there or handmaid's tale or whatever. That's a smear by the left. But it's worked. And it's turned young single women in particular into the most reliable voting bloc the Democratic Party has. And the Democrats are going to use this to their advantage in 2024 because they see that it works. The, and 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 young women, I'd say women between the ages of 16 and 40. I mean, this in many times in the world of politics, this is all they care about. This is how they decide who they're going to vote for. They are one issue voters, many of them. I'm not saying all of them are. But but here's here's the 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 thing about this. The fundamentals of the 2024 election are all going against the Democrats, big time. The economy foreign policy. Biden is hemorrhaging support even over Israel. He's got he's got uh he's got the border situation, but he's he also has two things going for him. He's got the fact that a lot of people hate Trump and see him as trying to having tried to overthrow democracy. And he has the Dobbs decision. Abortion. And you will see you're going to see commercials all over the place from the Biden campaign and the Democrats. They're going to say Republicans want to take reproductive rights away from women. We're going to protect women's health care. War on women. All the classic Democrat talking points. 
are going to be everywhere in a few months. You're going to be sick of them. And it's going to scare a lot of people. And, you know, maybe it should in some ways. Maybe, maybe I, 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 you know, try to put myself in the shoes of a young woman. And I can imagine how that would be scary. I can imagine. So how, how do Republicans respond to this, though? And I think that the presidential candidates are trying to avoid the issue. They know it doesn't help them, even, even among the base. The GOP base got what it wanted. They got Roe overturned. And I just – I don't think they're thinking about the issue as much as they used to. I think they're less activated by it. I don't see a lot of activism pushing for a nationwide federal ban. But this, this is the most interesting part. The front runner, Trump, I, I, I find it really interesting how he's handling this. And he gets a ton of credit from the pro-life community for appointing the Supreme Court judges that led to the Dobbs decision. And they, they view him as a pro-life hero. But he's not really that pro-life. He's not nearly as pro-life as the base of the party is. I mean, Trump, when the states started with these bans, Trump was out there saying, no, they're, they're going too far. So obviously, Trump supports some abortions at some point in the pregnancy. But he doesn't say when. At what point in the pregnancy? He's just leaving it to the imagination, and it's working. And he gets credit for overturning Roe, but he gets to stake out a more pragmatic, moderate position. And he can even go after the left on this one. And this is the one place where the Republicans, and particularly Trump, may have some leverage. Because the base of the Democratic Party isn't pragmatic on the issue either. They, they will never answer if you ask them what kind of restrictions they want on abortion. Never. And, and look, I know, I'm aware that late-term abortion is very rare. It doesn't happen very often at all. But if you ask the activists, and I have, if you ask politicians in the Democratic Party, do something like this. Do, do you support abortion in the third trimester of a pregnancy if the only reason for the procedure is birth control? If there's nothing wrong with the woman, she just doesn't want to have the baby up until the moment of birth. And they won't answer. They won't answer. The, the real radicals will say yes, but most won't answer because they know. They know how horrific it sounds. Now, I know, I, I know I can hear a lot of you, you know, getting exasperated. I know it's more of a hypothetical because it rarely happens, but it's very telling. Even so, the, this issue is most likely going to hurt Republicans. It will hurt Trump in the long run if he's the nominee. It could cost the GOP the election, an election they have the potential to win. So the strategy for them should really be just avoid the issue at all costs, right? You, you got what you wanted. Roe is gone. Now shut up and talk about the economy. Don't get roped into this debate and trying to defend six-week bans or heartbeat bills because the people don't want it. The people don't, don't want it. They're nuanced on this issue. They're not extremists. And this, I, I, this has always been the most emotionally charged issue in American politics. Easily. People are passionate about it. They activate around it, especially on the left. And what we saw on Tuesday was that it's a big benefit to Democrats, even in red states like Ohio and Kentucky. 
I'm Dan Joseph. This is the Dan Joseph's America podcast. Be sure to check out the website, danjoseph365.com. There's a new video up tomorrow on the YouTube page at danjoseph78, Facebook, danjoseph78, Twitter, danjoseph365. See you next time.